cheers to that. Hi, you're tuning in to episode seven of the Life of Gem live video podcast. This episode is called Waitressing Days. But first, a word from our sponsor, right, April? Yes, Hotbox Vintage, right here. Hi, I'm Delilah, and I own Hotbox Vintage in South Pasadena, California. At Hotbox, our goal is curating vintage pieces that you can't live without. Our collection includes everything from the 1940s to even the early 2000s. What excites us is eclectic and unconventional style, since there's no one-size-fits-all approach to fashion. Hotbox is priced for accessibility so that literally anyone can discover some vintage gems of their own. Plus, it's sustainable. Find us on Instagram and use code RAGHOUSE at checkout for 20% off your first order at hotboxvintage.com. That's right. Use uh, promo code RAGHOUSE for 20% off your first purchase. That's a good discount. And they're open this Friday, right? Oh, my goodness. They're open this Friday. They're so excited. They haven't been open since COVID. And um, only limited amount of people inside the shop in South Pasadena and uh, limited uh, people um, to you know in the shop. But they're going to have stuff outside. So check it out. Yes. So I also wanted to give a shout out to someone that helped me with my hair today. Rocka Beauty. That's R-O-C-K-A-B-E-A-U-T-Y-Y on Instagram. Check her out. Rocka Beauty. Nice. She's awesome. So you're watching our Life of Gem video podcast. And I have April Duran, my rock star producer on Hi, today. everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for doing it. <laughs> sure. Anytime, <laughs> girlfriend. We've, we've talked about this episode for a long time because we were both, what? Waitresses. Waitresses. Waitress. <laughs> Bring me a drink. Waitress. <laughs> Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode is called Waitressing Days. And as you all know, this podcast is based on my Life of Gem blog. That's a decade-long blog. And you can find that blog on Blogspot or on my Life of Gem Facebook page. And by following me on that Facebook page, you also get this live stream so you don't have to look for the video every week. You can also find the recorded versions on YouTube. Um. And I also wanted people to know that for people that share my Life of Gem page or this podcast, I'm entering people into a drawing (gasps) for the famous Life of Gem Cup. We have two different versions. You can pick your version. That's the Costco version. This is an Amazon version. So um, if you share it, tag me. Life of Gem or Juanita Mance, and I'll enter you into the drawing. And that's going to end a week from today, just so everyone knows. Awesome. Awesome. And today we have a riveting restaurant episode for you all. Um, I know you, uh, one I know you all have been waiting for. This episode is about our waitressing days, (laughs) cocktailing, waitressing, restauranting. I'm going to read a story that will set the stage for our conversation, and then April and I are going to talk about what it was like to waitress for so many years. How many years did you waitress for? Jeez, I want to say like 10, 12 years, all all through, and yes, all through my college career. I was on the 10-year program. (laughs) Oh, me too. Yeah, I I think I started waitressing in 1989, and I think I stopped in 1999 when I started at UC Riverside. You know what I didn't even think about before I even started college? I was already waitressing. So yeah, we have Tons of stories, girlfriend. Oh my gosh, we have some good stories. And <laughs> I'm bad. Spoiler alert: April and I actually worked at the same restaurant at the same time with my little sister Annie for a bit. Right? And that's so crazy because <laughs> Annie remembered, and I was so bummed because I like I like pride myself that I remember lots of stuff when I was younger. And Annette, oh my goodness, when when uh, Jem told me, I was just like, wait a minute, and then I'm like. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't remember. Because I, I was always drunk back then. <laughs> so I didn't remember working with April at that restaurant. Oh but it was called God. Frontier Steakhouse. And we're going to talk about that. But first, let me read my story. It's a pretty short story. And it's called Waitressing Days. I always judge my friends on how they treat waiters and waitresses and how they tip. If someone are ru- is rude and doesn't tip well, then I have a hard time remaining friends with them. By those people, I mean elitist pricks. At the large Texas firm that I worked at for a couple of years, I was always amazed at how the wait staff seemed invisible to many of the lawyers and how, while eating a $100 dinner, 
they ignored the waiters and waitresses at best. To them, at least most of them, these people and their people were irrelevant. But that was not true in my case. They were my tribe. Before I became a corporate lawyer and a public defender now, I worked for more than a decade as a waitress to put myself through school. Name a restaurant and have probably worked there. Don Jose's in Montclair. Love that place. Uh, or loved. Loved. Tense. Benji's in Upland. Oh, Three calendars in Covina for one day, I swear. <laughs> Tony Roma's in West Covina. Applebee's in San Dimas. Rainforest Cafe in Ontario, California. Caro's in Riverside. And I've even done room service at a hotel. The odd, and that was the oddest job I had, and that was with my best friend, Melinda. Uh-huh. <laughs> my mom was also a waitress, and all my sisters and I waited tables. It is a noble profession, and despite what anyone thinks, you have to be wicked, wicked smart to mm-hmm. be a good waitress. And I was an excellent waitress. I could take 10 tables at a time. There was a trick to it. You had to be able to do a million things at once. And hold your bladder. (laughs) (laughs) The hardest job I ever had was the graveyard shift at Benji's Coffee Shop in Upland. The uniform was a peach polyester skirt. Hideous. My little sister Annie and I worked there. And you had to start out on the graveyard shift. Because all the old time waitresses had the breakfast shift. Which was the prime shift. And all the punks and little jerks from the clubs came in on the graveyard shift. They were drunk. They were obnoxious. They didn't tip for shit. But the (laughs) worst part about that graveyard shift was staying awake and being polite. And I was always grumpy because I wanted to be out at the club, not slinging hash. (laughs) And like I said earlier, I was an excellent food server and quickly moved to the breakfast shift and the lunches where the regulars tipped very well in Upland. My dad, John, he was alive at the time. This is back in, what, 1990-something. And he would come visit me and sit at the counter and order an iced tea and leave me a quarter for a tip. And he would say, Jenny, you need to go to school. And I would say, I'm working on it, Dad. Smart man. Mm -hmm. I mean, I knew I was smart, but I didn't know how I would get to school. By get to school, I mean literally get to school. You see, I never had a working car transportation in my 20s was my biggest issue. And the best part about Benji's is that I lived on Arrow and Benson, and Benji's was on Central and Arrow, a mere three blocks away. That's right. I walked to work because I didn't have enough money for a car. And when my dad got a settlement for falling off the moving truck that he worked on, he bought me a little black Chevelle for $500 cash that we called the cockroach. (laughs) But the cockroach was consistently breaking down. And, you know, to this day, when my clients can't get to court, I never let the warrant issue, because I always think back to that 19, 20-year-old walking to work. And, like, I just, you know, I I never took a bus. I was not a bus kind of girl. I would rather walk. Mm -hmm. In some ways, though, I miss those days. There was a beauty in the struggle. Like people say, it's all about the journey. Mm -hmm. It sucked, but in a lovely way. And something I can look back upon and write about, really. I don't miss the aching feet. I don't miss miss the smell of food in my hair or the $100 checks that I got stiffed on. Mm -hmm. But I guess what I'm saying here, as I sit here today, as a 40, late 40-something lawyer who used to be a waitress for a decade and whose mom was a waitress, you know, these pink-collar jobs are a noble profession. Remember that the person waiting on you is a person. She's a person with hopes, dreams, ambitions. Look at her in the eye. Talk to her. Bring her a Christmas present. Tip her well. Joke around. Always be polite. And if she is having a bad day, realize she may have had to call three people to get to work that day. Yep. Plus, you never know. Someday she may be your lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> that's my story. Yeah. That's awesome how you added that at the end. Him or her, actually. Yeah. Him or yeah. her. And yeah. you know what totally got me right when I started to read your blog uh, of this story? The first sentence. You said that's how you like not judge people, but yeah. your character, the, the, how you establish that person's character is how they treat the food server. And I think that is so dead on because me and John go back and forth, my fiance. Yeah. And I'll, this is a story I'll tell you later, but 
I'm the same way. I I over tip, and if some somebody has to be super 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 bad yes. for me to give them fifteen percent. Oh, me too. Yeah, exactly. but I still tip them. So always. Yeah. Yeah. So I hear yeah. you. Yeah, and you know, I think that for me, it's about do you see your waitress? And when I worked at the corporate law firm, we'd go to these one hundred two hundred dollar plate dinners. And I would really notice the people that would ignore the wait staff or just snap their fingers or just take them for granted. And I would always look at the little brown lady pouring my coffee and be like, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank People don't, people who serve banquets are not doing it for the money. They're getting a set amount. Right. All they want to do is to be acknowledged, right? Mm-hmm. To be thanked. And mm-hmm. I, just that gratitude is mm-hmm. everything. And, you know, when I also worked at the corporate law firm, my secretary um, was one of my best friends. So that's the difference, right? Mm-hmm. I, I came from this blue collar, pink collar, black background. And I really just always saw people for people, not for what they do. Because whatever you do is not who you are. Exactly. And it's so funny because I've seen people when we sit down to eat, how like the server will come up. They don't even look, like you yeah. said, look at them in the eye. They yeah. don't even look at them. They Their voice changes, their attitude changes. It's almost like the help. Like, yeah. oh, you're below me. And I'm thinking, dude, <laughs> she makes more money than you. What are you oh, even exactly. like trying to do this? And that's kind of the same with like, you know what, I'm going to kind of go off track, but the girls at uh, the makeup counters, they always acted mm-hmm. like, Super awesome. I mean, this that's a whole different podcast. Yeah. We'll go into that. But yeah, just treat yeah. them well. I mean, treat them well. And they have access to your food. So, <laughs> that's, so be nice. <laughs> yeah, because I have stories about that. Yeah. And I think in some ways being a former waitress, I can also be a, um, a little, I have high expectations. Like mm-hmm. if someone's slow and you can see them just standing around, I do get annoyed. But, you know, I always tip for it and I'm always polite and I'm always kind. And I always think, you know, who is this person waiting on me? They're probably in school. Mm-hmm. They're probably just, you know, trying to make their bucks too, you know? And the thing is, people don't realize waitresses, do most of their money is tips. Exactly. Because the rest goes to taxes. And we do, uh, yeah, we do claim taxes. We do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, walking away with cash is always the best. I mean, that is just like, that was the best part. That's what sold me. I was just like, oh my goodness, what? I could have 150 bucks after tonight. Mm -hmm. And that's huge when you're like 18. Well, that's huge still for me when I'm 47. (laughs) Oh yeah. And so you worked at Rusty Pelican. Where else did you work? Oh my God. There's so many. Okay. Let's start with Zendejas. Zendejas right here in Rancho Cucamonga was the place that opened me up. I started as a hostess. Mm-hmm. And then um, a everybody from like our schools and stuff, they would come through with their family. The yep. one on um, by Sioux Plantation, rest mm-hmm. in peace. And then because um, Annie worked at the Zendejas in Ontario. Oh, she there were did. multiple Zendejas. Yeah. yeah, and the Zendejas family, they were crazy. But the Raul and Maria that I worked for, they were amazing. Yep. They even caught me giving away free margaritas to my mom and dad one time when they came and they just said, April, can you play, pay for those margaritas? They didn't even fire cool. me. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I worked there that I had this big dream to go to school in Florence, Italy. So somehow I got the frontier job, quit in like a day. And then I got a job at Olive Garden in Montclair. Uh-huh. And then that's what influenced me more to go to Florence for school, uh-huh. for college. And so that's just the pictures. They're and that's cheesy. the thing, uh-huh. you know, working as a waitress, you do appreciate, you, you're working every Saturday and Sunday. Uh-huh. You're working late at night. Yep. You're drinking with good people shifts. after work. Right, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. You want the closing shift. You mm. want to be the last one on the floor to take all the tables. Yeah. That's who makes the money. Mm-hmm. But funny story about Frontier. So Frontier was this restaurant on <laughs> Foothill and Vineyard. I can't believe this story. And we used to have to wear cowboy boots. And we had to open the restaurant. <laughs> April, myself, and Annie, we all trained for weeks to open It was a restaurant. brand new restaurant. Brand new. It used to be From before scratch. that. that burger place remember mm-hmm. that was there our whole childhood yeah uh-huh. yeah and so um we opened the restaurant we you have like a family day where your family comes in you serve them and like a practice day yeah mm-hmm. and you know the place was a mess their management was horrible <laughs> she was always high and <laughs> i didn't even catch that i was so <laughs> oh, naive yeah. i'm so naive still till this day yeah. but go ahead and sorry sorry and so um the first week of opening was a disaster. The opening was a disaster. The food was cold. The food My was mom awful. Hated it. No one liked the food. The prices were ridiculous. And uh, so we used to drink in the walk-in. <laughs> Not me. I didn't, I never. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Even when I was older, cocktailing, I still would. I would always go. How can people drink? Because me, you know, just like holding stuff. I. I mean, it was hilarious. But yeah, go ahead. I usually didn't drink at work, and we just started doing it. Like we'd have one, you know, like uh-huh. one wine cooler, or take some wine out of, or a beer out of the spigot. 
And <laughs> I must have overdid it. I probably didn't eat because I used to not eat back then. <laughs> and we probably went to the gym during the day and I didn't eat all day. I got to work. I probably had two or three glasses of wine in the wine cooler. Oh and I God. remember nothing else. And I got a table of 20. <laughs> And it ended up being the ABC, which is the Alcohol <laughs> Beverage Control, the government organization. And there was this is 20 like a of movie, them. dude. And my sister Annie was like, Juanita, are you okay? You don't seem okay. And I was like, just bring them all iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously they figured out their waitress was drunk. I got a complaint oh and I was God. fired that day. You're lucky. Well, you could have got arrested because no. you were over, you were what, 20, how old were you? I was in my 20s, probably 21. Yeah. That is so crazy. I didn't, I don't even have that cool of a story as a waitress. Really? I never drank. All my friends did. The bartenders could drink. I don't yeah. even know if they you still can. You could drink back you, then. Mm-hmm. You can't now. No. Oh, okay. Because I remember the bartenders would always slip people people's shots. Yeah. And I could never do it because I just had to be on my top game. Oh, 100%. When I worked at Applebee's in San Dimas, you know, I never drank there because we were so slammed and I made good money there. I made yeah. a couple hundred every night. That's when App- Applebee's was awesome. In San Dimas. Yeah. yeah. I worked the bar tables. Uh-huh. So, uh, but one night, first we started a newsletter. So I got in hot water with the management because they weren't giving us breaks. I was a lawyer even back then. So I started this underground newsletter about violations that they were doing. My friend friend got fired. They kept me on. But then um, my friend came in who was 21, but Uh we had a no tolerance policy at that time. Mm -hmm. So um, I had, they gave me 14 tables at once. It was during happy hour. So everyone wanted their wings and they sat like 10 to 14 tables. 14 tables. Yes. Came in. And I was the only one there. And I'm running around. The bartender's trying to help me. So I bring my friend a beer who is 21. And uh-huh. the manager comes up to me and he says, did you ask him for ID? And I said, of course. You know, he's my uh-huh. friend from college. He's 21. He's at Cal Poly. And he went up to him, checked his ID. He didn't have his ID. So they suspended <gasps> me. At, when I finished my shift, which was oh, the messed up thing. God. I had just started UC Riverside. So it, this is 1999. Uh-huh. It had taken me so many years to get to UC Riverside transferring in. Mm-hmm. And um, they ended up firing me. But then I argued my case before unemployment and won it because nice. they should have never required me to be doing the whole restaurant. Yeah, 14 tables is like disaster. Yeah. That's like a, I mean, you can't even. You can't even think. Uh-uh. I mean, 10 tables, I think, is max that I've ever yeah. done. And I had them come in like at different different times. But we have a lot of people saying stuff on Facebook. Oh, really? Ah. Yeah. Uh, Cindy said, hi, all. Tracy's in the house. Jackie's in the house. Hi, Jackie. What's up, Jackie? Um, Cindy said, absolutely truth. She might be your boss, too. Which is funny. It's all about people and relationships. Always tip. Cindy said, tip well. It could be dinner for the kids. Totally. Yes, I know. I mean, especially right now, restaurants are struggling. So now yes. when I go out to eat, even takeout, I tip 15%. Me too. Because those are waiters and waitresses and bartenders that are working the takeout. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sorry, John. I love you so much, my fiance. But he goes, it's just a pickup. It's just, I'm all tip them, tip them. So he's put it tipping. Together. Yeah. I know, I know. So I have a crazy story. And this is, okay, tell this story. is nuts. You don't even know the story. I haven't even shared it with you. But when I worked at Rusty Pelican. I was just finishing up my community college at OCC. So Rusty Pelican is badass. I love that restaurant. If anybody knows, oh. it's right there by the marina. It's People amazing. like reserve their table like a year in advance for the boat show, you know, the boat light show for Christmas for the holidays. Anyways, I worked on the top level, which was cocktailing. So mm-hmm. I was a cocktail, but they had we had a mini menu. So I loved working there because I made so much money. The only thing that sucked is we had to wear black tights. And if you know when you wear tights, you get angry ass. That's what we used to call it because you'd walk around. Your butt would sweat. Swamp butt. (laughs) It's just so gross, man. And so we'd have to park across the street. So I remember walking and getting chafed. My butt cheeks would chafe because at the end of the night. Anyways, I was young, so I didn't even care. But at one point... There was an evening I had walked in and there was this troubled table. And my manager was like, all like sweaty. I could tell she was awesome. She's just like, you know, I walk in and she's like, April, we have this table. It's giving, you know, um, I forget what her name was, but she was young. And now that I think about it, when I say young, she must have been 18. 
Wow. Because I was young. I was like 21 or 22 or something. She goes, "Um, so-and-so has it. And we knew she all didn't have that much experience. The young girl waiting on table, she was crying. And the manager room. shouldn't waitress is the rule, actually. Yes. (laughs) You're either a good one or a very bad one. (laughs) Yes. And I was always good because I always have this thing, like, I want people, I wanted them to like me. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I just want it. So right away, I would just, you could tell right away, right when you walk up to the table, are they people you want to, do they want you to talk to them? Yeah. Do they want to be left alone? Do they, so right away when you get that vibe, you know how you're going to serve You got to read them. Yeah. Yeah. You got to read them right then and there. Mm -hmm. So I walked up to the table and I was thinking, well, I'll just, you know, flash a smile and pretend like I don't know that they're a troubled table. So I walk up to the table. It's a man and a woman and we would call them suits. So in in Orange Mm -hmm. County, we would get suits and everybody wanted those tables because they tipped well because they were on the business card. Right. Mm -hmm. So fat tip. AMS. Yeah. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. 20 to 30 (laughs) percent. Exactly. So sure enough, I walk up, flash a smile. How, you know, how can I help you? Whatever. The lady looked at the guy and said, "Oh, this one's stupid too." <gasps> that's how they. That's uh, how they started the evening. I could oh, go so on angry. and on. It was almost like out of of a horror, like one of those really bad like B C movie horror movies. They, I felt like as if I was like on a show, like, "Oh, this is a joke," because yeah. they came at me over and over with like these like rude belittling comments Ugh. with everything. It was almost like they were trying to make me no cry. have to take that. And I almost cried out towards the ending because they were there for like another hour and a half. And I think they had been there an hour prior. And so we didn't have any limitations on seating in the cocktail lounge. So I just kind of, you know, just, and finally when they left, I just remember going, oh my goodness. I remember calling my mom. And did they tip you? I bet not. I don't even remember the yeah. tip. All I remember yeah. is their faces. It was a man and a woman. Yeah. And they were just total freaking assholes. And I'll never forget never that. And my mom remembers people. that story. Yeah. My mom, she's till this day, she remembers that story because yeah. she heard it in my voice. Cause I called, I was like, mom, I had, I never really called her about work, you know? Yeah. So yeah. So for some reason they were just out to get people and like talk, uh, be mean. And I don't think you could do that this day and age because I uh, think you could, I think people do. Oh, you still think they do, do stuff like that? Mean people are mean people, you That's know? That's true. That's but for true. every bad customer, you had like 10 good ones was the great yeah. thing about waitressing. My favorite <laughs> part was just meeting people. Um, they become part of your family, the regulars. Oh, I uh, never had that. Oh, well, especially at coffee shops. Oh, you know, you have oh, okay. old people, old men coming in every morning for their breakfast. Mm-hmm. And at Applebee's, we had the same people coming in for dinner or for drinks every night. In San mm-hmm. Dimas, it's a very small community. It is, so, yeah. it is. And the, the food serving staff is very small community. Oh. Like you said, party after, even though I never really partied with anybody after, but if the always. bartender didn't like you, yeah. your drinks were always oh. a, a blast. Or I if remember the cook that. didn't like you. Oh, the oh. cooks, you better know some Spanglish, man, because then, you know, they, you just, you know, throw it out, ahorita, you yep. know, uh, cebolla adentro, por favor, mm. you know, whatever, yep. just whatever, but... Yeah, waitressing, I, I love waitressing and it it really I know this sounds cheesy, but it really like established like who I who who I was growing up in yeah. customer service, right? Yeah. Totally. I you know, to this day I tell people at the public defender's office, if I was ever in charge of hiring, I would hire waitresses, former waitresses that were good waitresses and waiters, mm-hmm. because I think that there's a certain kind of people person that you get when you're customer service orientated, and mm-hmm. that translates to whatever you do in your life. Exactly. Whether it's loyal. I have never not returned a phone call. Oh, really? No. That's Within awesome. 24 hours usually. If That's good. The, when it's a weekend, 48 hours. But yeah, I, I just, I have this thing about responsiveness. Mm-hmm. And I think the most thing that people want is to be heard yeah. and to be acknowledged. Even our rule at Applebee's within one minute. Be right with you, throw the napkin down. Because people want to know you see them, even if you're slammed and they have to sit there for five minutes. Mm-hmm. As long as they, the worst thing is when you go into a restaurant and they no one acknowledges you. And I think that's a trend right now. Yeah. I think that the youth, not all the youth, I don't want to I don't want to uh, stereotype the whole because my son, Yeah, or, <laughs> or the Gen Z, that's yeah. what my son calls himself. He's 14. But a lot of times we'll go into restaurants and there's there are younger people and they're standing there talking in a bunch and you're just like Or they're on their phone. Oh, I haven't seen that mm-hmm. yet. But and no one has walked up to your table yet and greeted you or yep. anything. And I'm just like, oh man, don't do this. That's the don't number one this. rule. Acknowledge yeah. your customers. And mm-hmm. um I remember when I worked at so 
after um, I got fired from Applebee's and got unemployment, it was the best two years of my life at UC Riverside because I was on unemployment for a year of that where I got mm. like $800 a month or something. I nice. didn't even have to work. Uh-huh. And I was going to Perfect. school full time. And I was like, thank you, baby Jesus. <laughs> but then once that ran out, I went to... Um, I tried to get a job at Rainforest Cafe and we opened the Rainforest mm. Cafe in, in uh, the Ontario Mills, which oh, is you closed did. right now. Yeah, I opened that restaurant. Yeah, yeah. But the worst part about Rainforest Cafe was not that it was all kids with parents, so it was mm-hmm. awful. Mm-hmm. People didn't tip well because it's Ontario and it's expensive, the restaurant was. Uh-huh. But the worst part is when you walked up to the table, you were required to give a five minute spiel. Hi, my name's Juanita Mance. I'll be your tour guide for today. Let me tell you how many gallons of water are in this aquarium. People would be like, can oh. I order? I'd be like, I must do my spiel. May I finish, please? You were required to do the spiel. And by the end of it, people were just like, please shut the f- Heck yeah. Up. No I, one wanted to hear it. I have like, I'm, I'm non-diagnosed. What is it? AC or o- <laughs> whatever. <you> know, ADHD. <laughs> I said ACDC. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. And if they started, if they don't say, what can I get you to drink? Or if they have to start talking about specials, they lose me. I'm just like gone because I would rather just look at the menu or whatever. Me too. And you know what's my other pet peeve? Oh my goodness, I can't even handle this. And nobody really knows this unless you wait on tables. But when you go to a restaurant and there's tables open and there's people, there's a wait list and people are going, well, that table's open and that table's open and that. And I'm like, they every, that's why I think everybody. stations, people. Yes. They're stations. And there might only be one or two food servers on. So they can't have anyone in that station. Yes, there's open tables, but they can't seat those those tables because nobody's there to serve for them. And all the time, you know, I could hear people, well, you know, and, and that's why I think it should be required yep. in high school. It should be a course, food serving. Like be. you should go for customer service and for, you know, just so people get to know, you know, human yep. on human, whatever. But yeah, because they just- literally would use a map back in the day. It was a map of all the tables <laughs> and the pink ones you could see, the yellow ones were closed uh-huh. and you could not see outside of your station because you know what happened your waitress had to run across the whole restaurant yeah yeah it's crazy and i remember when we worked at applebee's in san dimas they didn't give us breaks like they were supposed to they got sued later for it but i mean you used to have to use the restroom so bad and Uh you would literally run in the restroom pull your pants down go 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 okay run back because you didn't even get a break back then you yes. eat chicken fingers out of the basket, like someone, like if they, oh over, my if they made too much food. Rusty Pelican had lobster oh. on the menu. Oh and God. I am not kidding you. I never did this. But if somebody didn't know how to eat their lobster and there was pieces still in there, the I guys, the guys would go to the back and eat the lobster. Mm. I never did that. I never ate off someone's already eaten plate. No, me neither. But I a lot of guys, a lot of because col- everybody there was in college. They yeah. were, you know, they were scratching their their you know pennies, saving their pennies. Well, at Applebee's, you know, when they put the riblet basket up with the fries, you <laughs> grab a fry. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten all day. I mean, we eat crackers. We eat crackers with ranch. Yeah. You'd make yourself a salad. But I mean, the best part of. Um, one of the best places to work was Don Jose's because they gave us, I think it was 75%, might have been 50% off the food. Uh-huh. But I mean, you could eat so well for pretty much nothing and they would take it out of your check at the end of the week. So you oh, didn't even yeah. have to have bring money with you. Uh-huh. And my friend Melinda and I both worked there and we wore these big flower uniforms and we'd always share the arroz con camarones de pollo, the <laughs> shrimp and chicken with rice. Oh my uh-huh. God. And it was huge. And it was like $2 each to eat. Oh my God. Olive Garden in Montclair. We used to shove those yummy breadsticks <laughs> and, and that was our dinner. We would have the breadsticks and the little chocolates the mint chocolates the andes that that was our dinner so breadsticks and yep. that was everyone's dinner and that place was nuts the girls because again everybody's in college the girls would steal the tampons and the toilet paper to take home because they oh all lived across the street in those apartments mm-hmm. this is olive garden in montclair you guys still there and i will by say the mall this, right yes mm-hmm. by the mall and i would say this because they redecorated they they cleaned they gutted everything out but when they had the old booths there there was a, a booth that was known where everybody, because it was in the corner, we'd have to roll all our silverware towards the ending of your shift. That was the booth where people would party and have <gasps> sex. Oh. <laughs> that is gross. And so that's why we still the go. The cheese man about <laughs> I Olive know. Garden. I, yes, it was that booth. And I would think, oh my goodness. And everybody was in love with the manager, Steve, which I have no reason why he was balding. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but they were like, yeah, there was a lot of crazy stuff. Cochinas, cochinas oh, all yeah. over the place. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, <laughs> the best part about waitressing was the friends you made. I'm still friends with a lot of my friends from Applebee's, my friend Kim, my friend Kat. 
Cassie, we're, we're all still friends. And it's and Deanna Diaz and Fuqua. I mean, there's something about waitressing. It's almost like being in battle together because oh, when yeah. you are slammed and you need a hand, hey, girl, please help me take this food out or getting someone to help you with a birthday song. That yeah. was the worst. Oh, those are oh, Do a birthday song. What birthday songs do oh you know? Oh, my God. I can't even remember. I think we just did happy birthday. Uh, you must know one then. I know all of them. Okay, same one. Same um, one. This is your birthday song. No, it's not very long. Thank you. That was our quick one, but we had longer ones. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's ones based on, you know, um, the song Tequila. Wish you a happy year. We're glad that you came to see us <laughs> to celebrate your birthday here. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Come and have a shot of tequila. Oh my God, yeah. that is hilarious. I know a ton. I mean, I could go all day. Okay, so who's, okay, horrible shoes, Jackie said, oh. angry ass. Tracy liked angry ass. Oh my God, <laughs> blah, tights. Yeah, nobody likes sore tights. Ugly shoes, Jackie, for sure, Tracy said, probably oh. at the uh, frontier. Dance goes, Melinda said dance goes. Oh, that's that one dance. Is that that one dance um, shop at Montclair Plaza? Melinda. What are you talking about here? She might be talking about, because Melinda and I um, worked a bunch of places together, Don oh. Jose's. But then when I was in college, we worked, um, Dance the creepiest thing I ever did was do uh, room service. Oh, yeah, that's what you said. And it was creepy. And it was right there, Ayers Hotel Suites on, right by the airport on Vineyard. Oh, my God, dude. Uh-huh. And Are you okay? <laughs> no, I was fine. I mean, That's the hotel was nice. Creepy. They had a restaurant. Oh, oh okay. So okay. we worked in the restaurant, but then we also did the room service. And you used to have to get this cart uh, yeah. and wheel it across the courtyard to people's rooms. And then uh-huh. you'd knock. A guy would open the door. It was just always creepy to me. Like, I always got, like, like Did you ever get someone here. naked? Towel, robe, yeah. Sick. And then I'd just be like, okay, good. Bye. Yeah, later. Here's but, your hot dog. But <laughs> people don't tell you, you make bank on room service. How? Because you make your service charge and then you make an, and they always tip you over. Oh my god. I goodness. always do. When I do room service, mm-hmm. you know, it's usually like a $10 service charge and then the tip and then I always tip another five so or ten So you bucks. get the service charge? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I didn't know that. So Vegas, all those people are making They're bank. They're making bank. Yeah. Because I know I tip good because room service mm-hmm. to us is so fun. Oh I my gosh. Service. It's the yeah. I am a room <laughs> service queen. We go to this place in Vegas uh-huh. and we get a suite and I'll just like order room service for breakfast and I don't even yes. eat a lot. Uh-huh. I'll like share bacon and eggs with my mother-in-law and order mm-hmm. my husband a breakfast, mm-hmm. share a big pot of coffee. So, I mean, it's probably like with, it'd be a $40 breakfast. It's like a hundred for room service. Right. But there's something about them wheeling in the cart, putting everything out for oh, you. I'm wearing God. my robe, I, but I wear something under it. It's not yeah, like, yeah. I'm, like creepy. <laughs> <You're in just> <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Room service is the oh, best. And the food always service. tastes better because you're like it in does. the comfy bed and their pillows always are awesome. Well, in Vegas, where, mm-hmm. you know, where we stay, well, I don't even remember where we stay. John sometimes even takes pictures of the pillow tag because he's all, those yep. are the best damn pillows ever. But yeah, room service. Planet Hollywood. Mm-hmm. In Vegas on the Strip has P.F. Chang's room service. Whoa. Oh, those fire dynamite shrimp in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. But there's the nothing, nothing mm. like a fine, like an awesome hotel, but then you could still order pizza. And you get yeah. you, you get back after a whole night of yep. partying, and you just know, oh, let's just order pizza. And then the pizza comes out. And fine. you know what? That was the worst part. When my husband and I went to France, we stayed with my cousin in Rhone for uh three or four days, but then we also went to Paris and Uh, you cannot get room service in Paris. You cannot get delivery pizza. None of that. Everything shuts down like at 10. Yes, you're right. Mm -hmm. And then the, in Italy, and then the same thing in Italy, there's a certain, a siesta, Uh you know, where you can't order food. too. Oh my goodness, between, that's crazy. Uh, I think it's between Lunch two and, and four dinner. or something, two and five. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And nothing's open. And I just Nothing. remember us, um, you always knew who the American students were because they'd be walking around all hungry, <laughs> like, oh my God, where's the McDonald's or whatever, you know, because nothing's open. Well, I wanted to go to McDonald's in Paris and my husband wouldn't let me because I wanted to go in and say, could I have a Le Big Mac, please? I just wanted to say it. And he's like, you cannot go in there. Yeah, you'd have to have uh, mayonnaise with your French fries too and pay for it. And oh. it's time to call your sister at 7 34. Oh, she's supposed to call me, but let's call oh. her. Did she did she try calling you? Uh, or? Let's call her. Okay. I haven't talked to Annie since. Hopefully she answers. And if anyone else wants to call in after an, uh, after Annie, the phone number is 909-534-5684. That's 909-534-5684. Your sister said, come on, be real about something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, which sister? 
Jackie. Oh. Where's Annette? Your call has been oh. forwarded to an automated... Man, she's busy. Slacker. She, she had to pick up my mom, so she might be on the oh, road. Yeah, oh. she was picking up my mom. I talked to her. At, uh, she got off work at 6.30, so hopefully she'll call in. If anyone else wants to call in, 909-534-5684. So I have some questions. Were you ever stiffed on a huge check? Not stiff, just oh. given a really, really bad tip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? Oh, a lot. Because I worked at so many different places in so many different varying areas. But I remember one time, um, it was at Applebee's San Dimas, mm-hmm. and this party came in at... Oh, there she is. That's Jackie. This is Jim. Who's this? This is Jim. Who's this? This is Jackie, since the Annie Banani didn't answer the phone. <laughs> It's Wonder Twin. Hey, okay. I'm going to George Costanza. Hell yes, I ate food off people's plates. Oh, my God. And so did Juanita. So did Juanita. Hey, Jackie, you got to tell April where else you worked. You worked in Ontario Mills, too, at that creepy restaurant that had the zoo, right? What was it called? I did the um oh my gosh the living I can't remember you were the you were the manager yeah. there where I was a server then a bartender then a manager and by the way restaurant management is a hundred times worse than serving ever I oh, can ever. imagine never get, oh it's horrible I don't know why I did it you had to work weekends all the time you're like a babysitter with for all the servers mm-hmm. right well, never yeah, got a day off. You make less money. <laughs> oh, my you goodness. Get, you get free food. Oh, that, that's, that's big. That's a yeah. big deal. Jackie was always a really good uh, worker as far as like going into management. When mm. I was a waitress, I was always arguing with them or calling in sick. I was pretty <laughs> irresponsible in my I youth. I called in sick a lot. Yeah, I called in sick because I, I was hungover. hungover. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Especially when I worked in, uh, when, uh, when I was going to SDSU down in San Diego, <sighs> when I worked at Crocodile Cafe. I don't think it's oh, there anymore in the mall. Yeah, yeah but um, a lot of people would always just call in sick and everyone knew it was because it was some, somebody yeah. was hungover or something. Well, I remember working, Jackie, do you ever Jackie used to drink back then she doesn't anymore but mm-hmm. I used to um, have to work on New Year's Day and that Ooh. was always the worst day to work because everyone was hung over running into the restroom to throw up <laughs> hey Jackie what was your favorite restaurant you worked at my goodness I worked at so many I really like Kinky Stevens it was a steakhouse <laughs> off a of mountain where was uh, that I know who would name kind of by sneakers Below sneakers, oh where sneakers was. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys are bringing uh, back way too many memories. But the restaurant I really did like was Wilderness Grill, and that was in the mall mm-hmm. by Rainforest, and Rainforest put us out of business, and it was a zoo, a restaurant, and a, and a retail store. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I don't even but know that. I didn't even like, know that. They had, like, animals there behind glass. It was the what? creepiest shit. Like, at least Rainforest, it was animatron. Yeah. <laughs> but Wilderness Grill, they had, like, a bobcat. I don't even know. I don't even know that place. That's hilarious. You know what? Actually, no one knew it. That's I why I closed live down. Here. Yeah, I didn't live here. How long was it open for? Like, a year or something or just months? No, for about three years, I think. Yeah. It did oh good goodness. in Rainforest. So it went out of business the year after Rainforest went there. It was oh. actually a pretty cool the restaurant itself, and they had really good pizza. They were one of the first places to do, like, that whole wood-fired and I'm dating myself. This is like 1999. Oh, I see, I was I was living in I was living in Santa Barbara at that oh. time in 1999. Yeah, so that's why. Yeah, that's why I didn't know what was going on there. Yeah, but that would have been cool right. to like eat a a pizza by a bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like a museum. It was really actually creepy and kind of like the food wasn't. I don't. I didn't like the food, Jackie. I actually liked Rainforest. No, you know what? I think Wilderness's food was better than Rainforest, but Rainforest had all the bells and whistles and the waterfall well, we haven't talked about the hidden secret of restaurants how the chefs are crazy they oh, have the yeah. craziest chefs there uh yeah. so you know you always do the rule get along with your chef right mm. or you get shitty food yeah so i always got along with the crazy chef that is crazy yeah. that's correct like yeah. rusty pelican had uh the chefs the crazy chefs and then oh we and have you guys ever had to open bottles of wine? And that's oh before I even drink wine. God. So I would I would stress out. 
Especially in fine dining, you have to open yes, it a certain way and do all the things. And I would, oh, yeah. I would, my armpits would just start sweating right when they're like, "Where's the wine list?" I'm like, "No, don't order a bottle of wine." I'll oh never my god! That. Just and back then, you know, they didn't have the. the there's easier ways to open a bottle of wine yeah. now with technology, mm-hmm. but back then we were using the old fashioned the corkscrew. Old thing. Yeah. And again, I wasn't drinking wine back then, so I had no clue, and I would just flip out. And oh my god, it, it was, was stressful. It, yeah, it was stressful yeah. just for wine. Um, and now I would just be able to do with with like my one eye closed and with my a hand behind yeah <laughs> well i have to say this the worst part um when i worked at benji's i worked there a couple years because like i said it was right in my story it was right down the street from my house we used to have to make sundays and shakes for people oh, by hand scoop the ice cream out of the ice cream bin like at thrifties put it in the shake mixer which was this big silver contraption mm-hmm. make the shake put it in a glass put whipped cream and a cherry on it and a straw and bring it to the table and yeah, this is on it. the graveyard shift forget it forget that just yeah, our side work that. just our side work at Benji's would take you an hour you'd have to refill all the salad bar refill because uh, it was clean you'd have to redo the iced tea mm-hmm. um, dispenser it was awful well, what at were you going to say Jackie redid. yeah I just want to ask about the hidden secret, like those restaurants, since you worked there, you would never go eat again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. There's restaurants that do things that are not like, you know, hygienic. And then there's restaurants like Ruby's Diner. I used to work at as a manager and they were amazing. I would go to Ruby's any day. Yeah. Would I go to Yankees in Ontario? <laughs> Heck no. No, because <laughs> you work there and they used to reuse those Chinese noodles, right? Oh, the owners would say, go put those back. And I throw water on them on purpose. (laughs) And then the owner would say, I know you put the water on there. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. I would, you know what I have to say, and I'm not going to throw out the restaurant because it's, um, but the tea, I would never order tea Mm -hmm. in a restaurant because they said, April, can you clean the tea? You know, the square thing where you brew the tea, the iced tea, yeah, the iced tea. And I remember I got a, a towel and I wiped one side and it was probably this thick of like caca Ugh. of and mold. It, 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 oh, I'm sure there was mold in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And people were drinking and tea. I, that's why I never drink tea ever, ever, yes. ever, ever. And as tea. Seinfeld taught us, don't ever order decaf in the evening at a restaurant because they're going to bring you regular because there's oh, never decaf yeah. made because no one orders it because it's a waste of space and time. That's true. Drink some caffeine. You may not sleep. And remember I, that episode? I don't remember that episode. But the other thing you don't want to do again, and I stress this, is mess with people who are serving your food because I didn't do it. But my good friend at Crocodile Cafe, yep. I saw her spit a big loogie in a Coke to a lady that was being a bitch to her. So yeah. don't. Yeah. Just don't. be nice. <laughs> Just be nice. And tip. Yes. Um, uh, the thing I would say is if you ever see a rat at a restaurant, never eat there again. I worked at one oh. restaurant and I, and it's a chain restaurant. I will not say the name, but there were rats in the rafters. The oh restaurant since clo- was closed down by the health department and we would see them up there and you'd just be waiting on your table and being like, don't look up, don't look or up. Or you could hear them. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. And um, when I worked Cockroaches. at Tony Roma's, my one of my worst stories is I had this horrible manager. She was so mean to me. She ended up firing me because I had two jobs and I had to go to another job to a work meeting. And she found out that I had the second job and fired me. Ridiculous. I should mm-hmm. have sued them. We used to have to do our own bread at Tony Roma's. And those oh. ovens were like 800 degrees <gasps> to get that bread crispy. Right. And we'd put the garlic loaf in and we'd have to bring it out with the pan. Uh-huh. And I burned my arm one day and I still have the scar to prove it. Oh my goodness. They didn't even send me home. They put a Band-Aid on it. And I had like a, like a serious burn that was blistered and like oozing. And I worked my whole shift with a friggin' Band-Aid on my arm from that bread oven. You should have worked at El Ranchito. Now that's another restaurant. I worked at the one in Corona Del Mar, but all my friends worked at the cool one that was in Newport Beach. A girl, uh, there was a, one of the customers had ordered a shot where you put fire, you know, the fire. It blew up in her arm and I bet you homegirl is still getting money till this day. They asked her not to sue them and not to report it and they'll give her a certain amount of money. She never shared the amount, but she got a lump every month. And I bet, and her arm was just a little bit burned. Jackie, are you still there with her twin sister? (laughs) Are you there, Jackie? We lost her. Oh, we She's there. Oh, no, I lost her. Jackie, thank you for calling in. Sorry, we love you. Sorry, Jackie. Yeah, we You're love you. You're the best. Thank you for calling in and making up for Annie. Yeah. <laughs> Not her fault, though, I know. Um, 
so what else? Um, I, I just wanted to mention a couple of things. Okay. The, the best part about waitressing is like you can even see yourself in film. Mm-hmm. Remember the show Alice? Yes. Oh, it was I a film Alice. and then it was made into a, t- a TV sitcom. Mm-hmm. And I watched that and I remember that Flipper Kiss and Gentle roots. Ben. Mm-hmm. I used to watch those in the summer when mm-hmm. I was little. So again, yep. dating ourselves. I'm 47, but. And then we yes. both bartended, right? Uh, you know what? I never bartended. Okay. Cocktail waitress. Yeah. Oh, so. cocktailing was the worst. I, I never enjoyed cocktailing. I think it's because it's like just running around and you don't really get to spend time with your tables. But I did do cocktailing at Rusty Pelicans, but we had the little menu. The food. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I still had a chance to like mingle with the customers. Yeah. But yeah. So. And that's how Applebee's and San Dimas was when you worked the bar tables around the bar. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like cocktailing, but people were eating too. And that's yes. where you made the good money is when people are drinking and eating. I think my favorite is that I don't like sitting down. So my favorite part of waitressing was yep. the fact that I was able to walk around. I had the freedom. I wasn't stuck. There wasn't somebody over my shoulder. And I had the ability to just like yep. make cash and make money. And if you were really, really good, you could make really good money. Can you imagine how many steps you, we did back then? Oh, no. I mean, I, I didn't even have to work out really. Oh, no. I was thin. Yeah, yeah. It was I, great. I didn't have to do anything because you probably burned a couple thousand calories on it. On top of shit. stressing. And if yeah. you get like sat like four tables at once, you're yeah. just like. <gasps> but yeah, I loved, love, love waitressing for that. Cocktailing, especially at Rusty Pelican, yeah. Crocodile Cafe. Gosh, Olive Garden. Olive Garden, the only thing I dis- did dislike was we had to carry those big big oh, trays those trays are hard and you have they're to train hard on your back yeah, yeah and they're ha- hard on your arms you need a lot of arm strength to carry those trays oh dude we did those at don jose's we did the tray yeah and you used to have to you oh yeah you weren't allowed to hold it like this you had to hold it on your hand with the thing mm-hmm. and then but at zendejas i learned how to hold four plates on one arm so this is the balancer mm-hmm. one two three four and then i'd have one here and i'd just be all i can still do it oh i like I when i i, I have a party i used to bring people plates and they'd be like how do you do that i'm like <laughs> waitressing for 10 years yeah, totally. it does teach you that balance and i remember at don jose's we sometimes would carry the margaritas on the tray and that was always a big mistake because yes that shit always fell on someone cindy wants to know what is your favorite restaurant ever okay. we have to it's that already it's already out. been an hour oh wow yeah ate the food off the plate that's fine. i love bartending versus Serving at Red Lobster says Tracy. Oh, Cheddar, Tracy was Cheddar waitress. Biscuits. Oh, Cheddar, Cheddar. At biscuits. Red Lobster. And um, yeah, geez, God, there's a lot of comments. So I, I think even though, you know, I had issues with their management at the time, I really did love working at Applebee's, Applebee's and San Dimas because location, 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 yes. small community, relatively affluent, um, good tips, good friends for life. That mm-hmm. was my favorite. What was yours? Um, I want to say. Um, oh, there's Annie. Let's answer this real quick. Hi, who's this? Hello. It's Gabby. It's Annette. Hi, Annette. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Oh, my goodness. What is it, like 35, 40 years later? I finally get to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) You're still beautiful as ever, girlfriend. Oh, thank you. You too. It's a reunion. Annie and uh, April (laughs) went to school together. Obviously, they were in the same year, right? Same year, and Annette had the most beautiful, big smile, and I always wanted her toothy smile. It's gorgeous. Uh, So, Annie, um, do you remember the Frontier story? Yes. Was that a day from hell or what? Yes, especially for you. (laughs) What'd you say? I don't remember it vividly, but I remember bits and pieces, so how I remember it might be a little bit different. How do you remember it? Um, I remember getting in trouble, you getting in trouble for drinking (laughs) at work. So we were all drinking, um, but you served the investors of Frontier Steakhouse. Oh, that's who it was. It wasn't ABC. It was the investors. Oh my goodness. It was the investors. And you told them this. They said, I don't have blue cheese. I have ranch. And you go, just eat it. I wish I could say that now. Just eat it. What what dressings do you have? We just have ranch. Just eat it. Kiss my grits. Kiss my grits. That's awesome. Annie, what was your favorite restaurant you worked at? Was it Applebee's and San Dimas? Uh, it was Applebee's in San Dimas or Zendejas in Ontario. Oh, yeah, yeah. I worked for Raul and, um, Raul and Maria. Who who owned the one in Ontario? Uh, oh, goodness. 
Uh, it begins with an M. I don't even remember now. Jose and um, Martha. Oh, yes, yeah. the brother. The brothers, yeah. yeah. And they had the son who was the kicker for the Rams, I believe. Yes, yeah, he was, like, good for uh, two, three. And there was some, uh, did you see that... Uh, that thing that he supposedly did, not that. Oh, yeah. yeah, we won't talk about that. <laughs> did he die? I thought he died. Oh, did he pass away? I didn't think. I didn't know he passed away. Did I think he did. Yeah, oh my I goodness! Heard he did. He did. Um, <gasps> so let's just talk real quick. We're we're almost out of time, but do yeah. you think restaurants will survive, Annie? What do you think about that? Um, I do, but only certain ones will survive. Yeah. So the ones that are changing with times will survive. The other ones that uh, become stagnant will not survive. Yeah, like bye-bye so, Sue Plantation, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that I place. Hate, you and Melinda love that place. Yeah. I hate soup plantation. I always think that food's been sitting there all day. <laughs> Sorry, soup plantation. But I think restaurants that build an outdoor patio mm. or that focus on open environments with air circulation, I think they will survive. They will survive. People are yeah. going to want to go out more than ever in the next couple of months. Yes. I mean, because I'm done. Yeah. I, I want to eat outside. What about you, Annie? Oh, yeah, I like to eat outside. I yeah, so I, I'm not going to go anywhere anywhere that serves inside at this point. But the outside ones, I'll go to dinner or breakfast. Yes, oh, when it's that, not hot, right? We need to go to state yeah. and have brunch soon. Where the state in Rancho? We can sit outside on the little bar area. Oh yes, yes, I like that. You place. need to go with us, April. I will, or the bar, or Bardot in uh, Claremont, downtown Claremont. Oh, Bardot's the, fun. The French restaurant. Yes. <gasps> That's one of my favorite. And have you eaten there at the French restaurant in downtown Claremont by the movie not. theater? Oh, you, we not okay. yet. We're gonna go. Okay, we're gonna go have brunch there. It's all you can eat outdoors. Thank you for calling in, Annie. We love you. Love you, Annie. Okay. It was nice talking oh, to you. For everybody who who does go out to eat, make sure you tip your servers well because yeah. they don't have as many tables. So That's right. For those servers to survive, you know exactly. We gotta show the love. Thank you, okay. Anna Banana. Have a great night. Bye. Thank you for calling in. Love ya. Bye. Bye, April. Bye. Thank you, Jackie, for calling Bye. in, too. Yes. So um, I have a couple announcements. Uh, Life of Gem is going to take a break. Um, I just started my creative writing MFA. <gasps> and Good luck. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And the studio is closing for the holiday week anyway. So we're going to be back in a month. So my next show will be on September 23rd. 23rd. That's mm-hmm. a Thursday. Yep, September 23rd. And I have a special guest planned. Her <gasps> name's Liz Gonzalez. Oh, she's, wait, I, I think I know that oh, name. She's amazing. She's a nonfiction writer and poet. Um, she's focusing on her creative nonfiction right now, but she's an amazing writer. She came out with her book, Dancing in the Santa Ana Winds. Ooh. You can look it up. It's avail- available on Amazon. I also write about it on my blog. I wrote a review of it. Liz Gonzalez, small L, small G, no caps on her name. Mm. And she's amazing. So she's going to be my guest on the next show. Exciting. Yeah. I can't wait. And it's going to be about writing. And it's going to be about writing memoir and family history. And that's September 23rd? Yes. September okay, cool. 23rd, 7 p.m. as usual. Nice. Thank you, April, for Thank coming you. on. This is fun. I knew it would be fun. Cheers, girlfriend. Cheers. <laughs> Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Bye.